This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hi, my name's Shayla and you're listening to ORFM. I, a young girl from the beautiful Coromandel Peninsula, bring a few secret herbs and spices, a little hauraki flavour to Dunedin's pātaka kai. Te reo irirangi o ōtipoti, ara ko ORFM. Today I'll be defining the undefinable, explaining the inexplicable, clarifying the unclear that is the adolescent mind. Tune in as I explore the adolescent mind using science, as I splash some colour on this black and white topic that is teenagers. Parents, do you ever struggle to understand your teenagers? Struggle to deal with their constant mixed emotions? Have you ever wondered why they act the way they do? Why they think the way they think? Because I know my parents sure have. Teenagers, do you ever overthink, feel out of place or get confused what's right or wrong? Do you ever find it hard to express your feelings or know how to act? Because I know I do. Well, science can answer any and every query you have. Over the past few weeks... I've been researching cognitive, emotional and even physical behaviours of adolescents to answer some of the questions that linger in my mind from time to time. So, what is science? My very beloved auntie Google told me that science is the intellectual and practical activity encompassing the systematic study of the structure and behaviour of the physical and natural world through observation and experiment. (sighs) In simple terms, it is the study of everything around us. It is the main source of all knowledge. Science is a part of every single bit of knowledge we know. I chose to talk about the adolescent mind because so many adolescents are stereotyped as rude and ignorant, blatantly disrespectful and so much more. But really, we are just the youth trying to find our voice or way in the world, if you will. In order to do this podcast, I had to ask myself, what sciences relate to the adolescent mind? And the answers were illimitable. So when thinking about the fundamental differences between adolescents and children or adults, I thought what not better to talk to somebody who's been an adolescent themselves and hear what they've got to say about um, their own personal experiences and how it can relate to um, the adolescent mindset. So today I'm joined with Taylor Davies Colley to talk about his personal experiences and what he thinks about the fundamental differences between adolescents and children or adults. So yeah, kia ora, it's great to be here. I think this is a really fundamentally very interesting question. Uh, What are the differences between uh, adolescents and adults? Because I think certainly towards the end of adolescence, the line is really blurry, isn't it? You know, you have these uh, 16-year-olds who, for the most part, can can do a lot of things. You know, they can drive and all sorts. But uh, they are still treated in a lot of ways like children. You know, they're forced to go to school. They're forced to kind of conform to a a very non-adult way of living. And I think that's quite interesting and quite harmful. In a lot of ways, maybe that treatment of being treated like like a child uh, plays into a lot of the ways you feel as an adolescent. And certainly I can't speak for the wider population. I can only speak from personal experience. But I certainly think when I was in school and when I was uh, an adolescent, I had a lot more feeling of uh, uncertainty or feeling that things were outside of my control. When things happened um, in my life, I certainly didn't always feel like that they happened for a reason or that they happened because I did something, but because of just 
things that were outside my control. And I think that is a little bit to do with the way that adolescents process logic and that we know that adolescents just can't think that logically because the parts of their brain that work with logic are still developing. And then as you become an adult, when things happen in your life, you sort of realise, okay, this isn't because the, the world hates me or because I have bad karma or because I'm an unlucky person, but just simply because that is the way the world is and if I think about this really hard, I can make steps to make changes that will correct or, you know, at least make me more comfortable with the things that have happened. And so, yeah, going from adolescence to adulthood is certainly a really interesting experience of kind of becoming maybe more confident in yourself, but also maybe more uh, able to process what happens in the world around you. So how do you think that the stereotypes or the way that teenagers are treated influences their their mindset and how they feel about being an adolescent themselves i think that's a really good point that if you treat someone like a child they'll act like a child if you treat someone with respect they'll they'll act with that respect um certainly i think that a lot of the stereotypes that young people are given these days uh they play into and it's it's that exact sort of thing of you know we we look down on on our younger um, members of society quite often uh, for no really good reason. I mean, we've all been there, uh, you know, as much as I am a, was an adolescent at some point. Everyone who is, you know, not an adolescent now was an adolescent at some point. And if they look back on their lives at that time, they were probably going through the exact same sort of stuff as a lot of, you know, their children or their grandchildren or their younger colleagues might be going through now. And for them just to kind of look down them and say, oh, they're just rude or they're inconsiderate or they're not treating their elders with respect uh, is is kind of a weird weird thing to think about because, you know, they, they know what differences are going on in their lives and I think they should be more sympathetic towards that, I think. Yeah, I definitely agree with what you've said, Taylor. Um, what do you think that parents can do or should do to encourage their young people to break out of the stereotype that's been created for them? I think in some ways it is just that thing of, of respect should be given to everyone. You know, whether you're a young person or an old person, a child or, or whatever you're doing in life, everyone deserves respect from the people around them. And and adolescents are exactly the same. We deserve to give them respect. And I think if parents treated them like adults, like the people that they want to be, I think it would be a lot better. And that is probably also goes to thinking about what I said before about if you are an adult and your kids are, or adolescents in your life are, are being, you know, potentially difficult in any way, you might have to kind of reflect on yourself and go, oh, life wasn't that easy for me when I was that young. There was a lot going on and, you know, maybe I should just cut them some slack and be there to support them through the, the quite, um, you know, intense changes that happen during your life through adolescence rather than just uh, kind of casting them off as being rude or inconsiderate. All right. Well, thanks for joining my podcast today, Taylor. I really appreciate you making the time to come and talk about your personal experience and your personal opinion on the adolescent mind. So thank you for that. No problem. Thank you. I chose to stick to the most interesting one for me. That was psychology. For those of you who may not know what psychology is, it's the scientific study of the human mind and its functions, especially those affecting behaviour in a given context. Thanks again, Auntie Kukara. I said before that you cannot compare adults and children to adolescents, but why? What are the fundamental differences between adolescents 
and children or adults. My mum would say, she's just hormonal. But no, there's actually much more to an adolescent than just their hormones. Let's talk about brain development. As teenagers, we tend to use a part of the brain called the amygdala. That is the part of the brain which uses emotion, impulses, aggression and instinctive behaviour to solve problems and make decisions, whereas adults will use the prefrontal cortex of the brain. This is the more logical thinking part of the brain, mainly used to regulate our emotions and learn more from our mistakes. In saying that, teenagers don't use the logical part of their brain, they just simply can't. It's still developing meaning that they act on impulses rather than thinking before they speak. And that's how teenagers give off an ignorant or rude attitude. They don't know any better. As we grow older and become adults, we begin to use both sides of the brain, and hence we are able to make informed and better decisions. And children, well, they're children. They use creativity and physical touch to become familiar with their senses. They touch, they taste, and they see the world through a creative lens to better understand it and get to know it. Us teenagers, we overthink. We constantly over-evaluate everything, and hence we become stressed out. However, obviously hormones and changes in our emotional and physical states play a part in that too. We are hitting puberty, understanding our bodies, and learning how to use both parts of our brains constantly. And putting us down, criticizing, and constantly belittling us will not get us anywhere. We need love, nurturing, and plenty of kai too. Can't forget the kai. I grew up in a Māori family with Māori values. They guided me when I wasn't sure what to do. The kuia and kuroa and my papa kāinga paved the path I walk on. They taught me to really look at the world. Really look at the world around me. Their wairua said, Mātai atu, kia te pikitia e koe. And I listened. And that is why I was able to observe science, taking place in my school, in my community, and even in my country. That is how I was able to see the adolescents struggling to find their wahi, their kainga tūturu around them. I used the reo my people gave me to give my fellow adolescents a voice too. In a world of white sheep, my wool is black and I am proud. I am proud to share this layer of wool that the world gave me. I leave you with a quote that resonates with me. A whakatauki. Ko te kereru, tu poho kereru ana. Shayla Trainer signing out. Sheesh! <laughs>